Hi, welcome to Talking Contemporary, where we will hear directly from artists and creatives from Southeast Asia as they share about what it means to make art in this time and the challenges and encounters along the way. I'm Bianca Winata Putri, curator, writer, and researcher originally from Jakarta, Indonesia, and now based in Melbourne, Australia. In this episode, I'm joined by an artist, a good friend and mentor of mine, FX Harsono. I've known Pak Harsono for many years now and have learned so much about my own Chinese ancestry and history in Indonesia. I am of a younger generation of Chinese Indonesians and growing up, I did not learn a lot about our past. For those who may not be familiar with our history, the Chinese Indonesian community experienced long periods of discrimination and acts of violence. During Indonesia's new order in 1967, Chinese Indonesians were forced to change their names into Indonesian-sounding names, and we were forbidden to practice our traditions publicly, including celebrating Chinese New Year. FX Harsono was only 18 years old when he was forced to change his name, an experience that he later revisited in his seminal and moving works Rewriting the Erased and Writing in the Rain. In this heartwarming and quite emotional conversation, we talked about the power of art in uncovering hidden histories and in healing. We talked about the politics of name, what's in a name, and what kind of meaning does it carry within our identity, memory, belonging, and the ways in which we persevere and survive through history and changing times. It's a bit of a history lesson, but make sure to tune in to the end of this conversation where we'll also talk about our favorite food and finding the best noodles in all of Asia. Uh, selamat siang, Pak. Terima kasih sudah bisa join. Selamat siang. Uh, Very happy to chat with you today. Uh, we meet so regularly, so I'm really glad that we can connect in this podcast. Uh, so where where are you now, Pak? You you travel between Jogja and Jakarta. Sekarang yes, gimana? Uh, now I'm in Jogja, yeah, working in my studio. How did you find traveling? You just returned back to Jogja two weeks ago, is that right? Yes, 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 yes. Uh, two weeks ago, yes. Starting to, to build... Uh, to build the studio three years ago, yes. Yeah, but I, I'm starting to work here for maybe about uh, one and a half year or something like that. Yeah. Ah, okay. And how long have you been making art in Jogja? So, Because you, you travel between Jakarta and Jogja. How long have you lived in Jogja? Yeah, uh, I'm, I made works in Jogja around... Three years, yeah, three years. Because mm. before I rent a house as as my studio and I prepare uh, to make my solo show in New York, and then I make I made that artwork in Jogja. Ah, amazing! I remember visiting your studio, which was not this one, a temporary one in the yes. house. Yes. Yeah. yeah, which was also incredible. It's it's great, and then you have uh, the installation up, so it's good to see that you finally have your studio up. Um, so I think we can start a little bit sort of backtrack. We've known each other for a long time. I have asked you a lot of advice and questions uh, about myself and my practice. Um, but, you know, you were you moved to Jogja recently, but you're originally from Jakarta or from... Ja- yeah? Yeah, I'm I'm originally from East Java, from Blitar. That's my hometown. And then I study. 
in art school, art university in in Yogyakarta. And after that, so I moved to Jakarta from 1975 uh, until now. But now I'm uh, my studio moved to Jogja, so I I live between Jakarta and Jogja. And you studied, uh, you went to art school yes. at, in Jogja as well. Jogja, yes. Yeah. yeah, amazing. So, do you remember when did you start making art? I'm start making art at 1974, and then I made a, a group show in Solo, uh, 1974, and then 1975, uh, we we initiated to make a new art movement in in uh, between Jogja, Bandung, and Jakarta. Yes, the new art movement, uh, Gerakan Sinumapa Baru, is so integral to contemporary art history in Indonesia and to your practice. Uh, but do you remember the first artwork you ever made? Yeah, the first artwork that I show at 1974, there is a, like a painting, a geometrical painting. And then after that, so I made like a collage, but not not really collage, but because I just only hang uh, like a balloon and then a trom- trumpet, yeah, and yeah, at the top of canvas or something like that. And but after that, so at nineteen seventy four five, I made uh, uh, now they call installation, but at the time we don't know what's the name of this work, uh, this kind of work. I just only made, uh, or we just only call, uh, this is a new art. Because uh, we never made, or the, the audience or the people never saw the artwork like that before. Yeah, but sort of installation base, combining yes. painting and objects. Yes. Found object. Mostly, mostly I'm from the first time I made a uh, found object. Yeah. yeah, that's. I'd love to see an image of your very first work that you displayed. Do you remember the title of the work? Yeah, that's uh, the most top seventy-five. Oh, top seventy. Yeah, and then oh, relax. Yeah, relax chain, and oh, relax yeah, chain. and yeah, plastic flower, something like that. Yeah. Mm. And I remember you sharing that you were also a graphic designer. Yes, I work at the publishing. Mm. A company uh, I work as a as a graphic designer because I cannot I cannot like uh, live with with the uh, with the paint with the, my artwork who want to buy uh, or who want to collect uh, the installation during 1975 even the even the art critic they don't know what's the name of this work because they they cannot uh, they, they they just only has they only has a reference. Uh, art is a painting, sculpture, or print. And what we made is they do, they cannot to to indicate to indicate this is art or this is uh, this is a painting or this is sculpture or this is print. So they don't know what is it. And then, and so of course uh, there is no collector at the time. There there is a collector, but the collector just only collect uh want to collect uh, the painting and sculpture but not installation yeah so 
I must survive. I'm, I have a family, so I must uh, survive. So I work as a graphic designer. I remember you sharing recently that you only became a full-time artist in 2013. <laughs> uh, so how how many years is that? How did you do the math? Is it like oh. 38 years? Yeah. 38 years. <laughs> That's incredible. Uh, but also that it's so amazing how you bring these kind of new art, new art and trialing new art and very experimental when when you started because now you look at installation it's it's quite not common but very much part of the contemporary art scene in, in Jogja so many people have trialed um installation uh there's paintings and then there's street art and then you have conceptual works um so you really paved the way for so many artists uh, especially younger generation of artists introducing yeah, these yeah. new works um yeah. And one of my favorite works by you is actually Riding in the Rain. Um, so to describe to our listeners, in this video performance, um, Pak Harsono, you were continuously writing your Chinese name using black ink on a piece of glass. Um, and as, as the glass starts to get populated with your writing, a stream of water started pouring endlessly on the glass and washed away your writings and Chinese name. And what was most emotional when watching this performance is that you continued to write your name even as the water washes them away. So there was this sense of memory and erasure, this intention of remembering, but also of letting go of that past. Um, and I'd love to hear more about the work and the background of this work and why did you decide to create this performance? Yeah. During the new order between 1975 until 1970. Until 1998, uh, my work was uh, talk about uh, social social engage. Who I against the the political policies of the government of Suharto, who very uh, very dis not uh, not discriminate, but uh, very repress the people. So uh, we I work with some. Uh, activists, uh, social and political activists against the uh, the political policies of the government. But after 1998, so I started to think that what I want to do now, because uh, now uh, the democracy can be run very well. The people can uh, criticize the government. Uh, that's, uh, people can say anything at a time. And also uh, the media, like uh, publishing, uh, newspaper, uh, TV, they can um, make a news who criticize the government. And then I'm starting to think, I, I'm start to thinking about about myself. Who am I? Mm. And then I realized that, oh, I'm, I'm Indonesian Chinese. From uh, 18 years old, I got discrimination from the government. I must change my name into Indonesian name at 1967. And then uh, I never used my Chinese name again. And then I changed my name into Indonesian name. But after the uh, 2002, when the the president, when there, there is uh, Abdul Rahman Wahid as a president, so Abdul Rahman Wahid made a lot of change that... The Chinese people can celebrate the Chinese New Year, 
and then uh, the Chinese people can can practicing their culture, and also the school can teaching the Chinese or Mandarin uh, language. Before we never wow. showing the uh, Mandarin in the public space, and we cannot talk Mandarin in the pub in the, in the public, and we cannot practicing the Chinese New Year. Uh, in the public, something like that, and then we must change my uh, the Chinese name into Indonesian name. Yeah, and then after two thousand two, so we got we got uh, freedom. The Chinese people uh, free to use the, the even their Chinese name again, or they can speak Mandarin. The school can teaching the 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 Chinese language, uh, Mandarin. So. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I starting to remember that I have a Chinese name. Uh, and then what was your name? Hu uh, Feng Wen, Hu Feng Wen. That's in, in Mandarin, but in uh, Hokkien uh, dialect, they call me uh, Oh Hong Bun. Mm. And then uh, I'm starting to learn how to write my Chinese name. I make a work from uh, about my name. I make an installation. I make a video. Uh, my video is uh, rewriting the erase. That's my first uh, video performance uh, about my Chinese Chinese name. I write my Chinese name in the in the in the table, and I put my uh, the paper on the floor. There's so many many uh, Chinese name. My yeah, that's an incredible work. Yes, um, I then, think you showed it in Sydney once. Yeah, is that yeah, right? That's yeah. Correct. <laughs> yeah, that's correct. In 4A, mm. and then uh, I realized that I have a Chinese name, but I never use for 30, 34 years. I never use it, and then uh, now. Uh, I'm already exist with my Indonesian name, FX Harsono. Mm. And uh, but I still remember that, that I have a Chinese name. So I, in that work writing in the rain, it's look like that I want to, um, what is it, menekankan to, oh emphasize yeah yeah to emphasize that I have a Chinese name. I write again, again, and again my Chinese name, uh, put together in in a in a one uh, one glass glasses, and then I write again until uh, that glass full with my name, and then I realize after that. So, oh, but now I'm exist with my Indonesian name. So why I must to use my Chinese name again? So I think because of the time. For thirty-four years or something like that, or I'm uh, exist with my Indonesian name. So it's look yeah. like uh, because of time, uh, my Chinese name already, uh, yeah, sudah tidak tidak perlu diingat lagi. We don't want mm. to. Uh, remember my Chinese name again. The nature already swept my Chinese name. Mm, and and I, and of course the history and the 
kind of yes. painful because process now, of changing. Yeah, mm. because now I'm become uh, FX Sarsono. Yeah, that's, and you you picked. Yeah, but and I also remember you picked your name FX Sarsono yes. when you were 18 years old. So. Yes. Um, Why did you decide FX Sarsono? I mean, it's a very unique name. Yeah, at the time, uh, I w- I was in uh, in uh, senior high school. Yeah, as a young as a young people, so I I already like uh, painting, drawing, something like that, and then I like one. Uh, Karikatur, karikaturis. Mm, mm, yep. Karikaturis, yep. Kar- karikaturis. Uh, his name is uh, F.X. Har. He always used <laughs> F.X. Har in, uh, in his cartoon. And then, oh, this is a look like, this F.X., my name is F.X. F.X. is a Catholic mm. name. I got this, uh, the, this Catholic name when I was, when I was a uh, baby, when, when, When I was uh, maybe six months, something oh, like nama, that. Nama Baptist pa, is a ba- yeah, baptism yeah. name? Oh, yeah. right. Yeah. Okay, cool. Catholic yeah. name, baptism name. And then uh, Har, Har, it's, it's very interesting, Har, using Har. FX Har, something like that. And then mm. I try to find what Har mean and what uh, Har can use into a name. And then uh, I choose some name like a Har. Hartono, Haryono, Harsono, and then I asked to someone who can understand about what is the meaning of his name. And then they said, "Oh, Harsono means is a uh, uh, happy. Harsono is happy, happy. Uh, it's been in happy in Japanese in a Japanese language. So I'm thinking, oh, this is so very interesting. Happy. I, I like become a happy man." Yeah, I love that happy man. <laughs> then I changed my name in, uh, with the FX Harsono because Harsono, Harsono is a is a is been happy. So, yeah, happy man. So. Yeah, well, gosh, I mean that's a great decision, but also so much pressure to change your name at 18 years old <laughs> and then yeah. picking a name. What a great story! I mean, I'm also Chinese Indonesian, and that's why I've asked you so many questions about you know our stories coming from a younger generation i'm the opposite so i got my chinese name after oh. so maybe when i was 12 years old so my my mandarin name is yuan li chen and my hokkien name is we li tin but because uh, it's quite interesting because my family name uh winata putri winata we so we. they adapted to we yeah in hokkien it's we um but that's also something that you explore in a new video work uh nama yes. uh, which is about this you know a lot of chinese indonesian surnames like uh my partner's name susanto his uh Marga, apa ya? What, what do you family call it? Family name. A family name. His family name is Tan. So Susanto. And then you've got I've got other friend whose family name is Tan becomes Sutanto. Or uh, you know, there's there's always kind of adaptations of the Chinese family name into an Indonesian name. And you explored that in your in your work in in Nama. Yes. Uh, in, in that video. Yeah. How did you find How did you find that research? 
I'm researched about uh, the name, how the Chinese name, how the Chinese people change their name, how the method of the Chinese people change their name. I make a work about name, Nama. Mm -hmm. uh, why I use a, a song or something like that? Yeah. Uh, the people, uh, the, 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 the family who give the name to the Baby, it's look like a prey. It's look like a prey. Yeah. I pray, I hope that this baby, if they become a man, they can be a, a good man like this name. So mm -hmm. it's look like a prey. So that's why I make a, a like a like a name. To be a pray to to be a prayer, because I'm Catholic, so I use I work with one uh, musician who understand about uh, the Catholic uh, Catholic uh, prayer who they sing. They they sing like a litany, like litany. Oh, litany! Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And then, uh, yeah, my friend. So that's that's collaboration between me with the musician and also with the uh, writer, something like that. Yeah. Yeah, it's a really amazing because, I mean, also quite sad because you have to, a name is so much of your identity, the way you introduce yourself in the world. Um, like it's just so much, it's like the first thing that you uh, put so closely to identifying yourself and then every time I you know we talk about the history of Chinese Indonesians not only with changing their names but also with everything that you mentioned the massacres you mentioned the lost histories or hidden histories and you've dedicated your art practice to look for these stories yeah. that have disappeared and you look through archives and you look through photographs of people that have either gone missing or you know, haven't been heard of before. And these are human beings. So every time we talk about these works, it does get get a bit emotional. And, and I know that people that look at your works also feel quite emotional. Um, yeah. And yeah, I, I, how was that process for you? Do you find it also quite an emotional process or how do you feel uncovering these histories? Yes, uh, that's quite emotional. Um, like... When I went to the mass grave, so I feel that oh, this is so many victims who buried in these mass graves, and then uh, what's happened at that time? That's make me more curious and make me more become like um, very menumbuhkan semangat. Yeah, my spirit to to know a lot about this become very uh, developed, and then. Um, that's make me uh, never give up to try to find uh, the data, the archive, the eyewitness. So I went from one city to other city, uh, try to find the people who knows about this, uh, this accident or something like that. But if I got the penolakan, what is the penolakan? Rejection. Rejection from the even from the Chinese people itself because they worried with the with the 
bad they, because they have still have a political trauma. So I never give up. Mm. I try to find another people until uh, I've I've found uh, the people who are who knows about what's happened at that time. But of course, uh, in all city, I can found yeah. the the eyewitness or the survivor. But I'm still yeah. try to find uh, again and again. So that's why my research about uh, this uh, this massacre, the Chi- massacre of the Chinese people, is a very uh, take uh, took a long time, nearly nine, ten years, because uh, because after I found uh, some uh, eyewitness and they talk, and then I found another mass grave. So I'm starting to make work, and of course, to make a, starting to make work is is uh, take time. But I must work. Yes. I walk from one point to other point, uh, and then I stop, and then I make a work. I'm writing or something like that, and then I walk mm. again, try to find another information. Where where is uh, the the other mass grave in what city? Something like that, and until this time, I still have. I still got one information. Uh, there is a mass graves in in uh, in Banyumas that I never been there. Mm. So I want to go there. Wow. Yeah, and, and when you visit those mass graves, you I mean I don't know. This is an ongoing project, but you trace the names yes. on the tombstones, yes. and it's so interesting because you started out with your own name, yeah. and then now you're tracing other people's names, other victim names in your work. So you start from writing in the rain where you try to remember your Chinese name and now you're trying to remember the history that happened by tracing all of these victim names. It's quite quite beautiful. Your works are always connected one from the next. Uh, and that's something that I really admire from you. You keep on finding stories one after another. You're like an artist, but also a historian, uh, an anthropologist. <laughs> And also a graphic designer, you're like everything, which is which is amazing. Um, and yeah, it's it's quite the the works that you created, especially um, that that writing in the rain series, um, and Nama and all these interesting names. Do you find? And you've exhibited this internationally, right outside of Indonesia. Yeah. Uh, you you did uh, you displayed writing in the rain in Times Square yeah. in New York <laughs> in all the screens which is incredible um, do, do you have any have people ever come up to you and share their stories um, in, in what they've gone through maybe in the t- different countries or different cultures um, similarly with changing names is, is that something that um, you've that the audience have mentioned to you yes when I'm Uh, give a workshop in uh, in Sydney in 4A, uh, and the uh, and the participant is not just only Australian but also uh, Chinese Australian uh, the Vietnamese uh, Philippine and also um, the Australian uh, people. So this they realize that yeah, a lot of people was changed their name. So it's meant that in the world, uh, the people 
change their name not just only because of the politic not just only in Indonesia but but also in other place mm. because of a lot of uh, reason like because of the economic reason like uh, some Vietnamese or Chinese people who has a very uh, specific name from Chinese name or Vietnamese name or Thai name but the other people who are very difficult to pronounce that name so they change that name into western name because to make the people very easy to 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 call him that's that's also happened in Indonesia during the Dutch colonial time when uh, the Dutch teacher to call the Chinese name is a very difficult so they give a, a, a name to the, the student oh yeah your name become a uh, Phillips or something like that yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> or because of the they married because of, mm. of a gender when they married with uh, uh, women married with the man so their name the family name change become uh, using the family name of that uh, their husband mm. or because of the political uh, of course political uh, reason so there there's so many uh, reason uh, the people change their name in the world because of uh, discrimination and anything something like that that's incredible how your artwork can open up these conversations you know that you can hear stories from other places in the world about the need to change their names or um the struggles with names so i just feel like name is something you know quite it's not basic it it actually has a lot of meaning and a lot of history into it uh but it's also the first thing that you do when you meet someone you introduce your name it's the very first thing that you identify mm. with and you know you've you've opened up the conversation for so many of your works so we are nearing the end of our conversation and as with all of our segments i'd like to close with some rapid fire questions which i guess after our deep conversation just now these questions may seem random but let's give them a go first question what do you like most about working in jogja okay yeah Jakarta is a big city. Jakarta is a very crowded. And uh, to find a big space in Jakarta is uh, not just only difficult but also expensive. Ex- expensive. So expensive, yes. So expensive. <laughs> And then uh, also uh, it's difficult to get the supporting system. It's difficult to find the artisan It's difficult to find the people who has a very good talented or to good uh, have a good uh, skill in in making some works artwork something mm. like that. because I I usually uh, work with the with the artisan uh, make a collaboration with the other uh, artists with the people like a musician or uh, writers or something like that or video. Video document, video documentary, or video person in Jakarta is a very difficult and also expensive, and uh, the mentality is is different with Jogja. Uh, the the people, the, the artisan, yeah, in in the people in Jogja is a very mm. it's a very easy. It's it's mm. easy going. Okay, we, yeah. we can work <laughs> exactly like, something like that. Yeah. 
So that's why I like in Jogja. I like very mm-hmm. much in Jogja. And of course, in Jogja is a very quiet. I stay in a, not in the middle of Jogja, but a little bit uh, in the not rural, but uh, yeah, beside uh, Jogja, close close to the to the rice field, close to the rice field. Yeah. So yeah, every week, Saturday or Sunday, I walk. I walk uh, in the rice field. Four kilometers, five kilometers, something like that. So it's, I'm en- very enjoy uh, to live in Jogja. Uh, that sounds amazing. Yeah, I know what you mean about Jogja and Jakarta uh, versus Jakarta. The pace is different. Definitely, Jogja yeah. is more easygoing. Yeah. You know, yeah. the community is great. I mean, J- Jakarta is also very bi- vibrant but yeah. for art yeah. making. Yeah. So I have a, I have a, I have a big studio, big big space in Jogja that I can work in. In a in a very big space, not very big, but it's a big space. It's, I I like that. That's enough for me to make an installation. I have a space to see the world from a little bit uh, far, something like that. Yeah, yeah. incredible, incredible. Uh, my next rapid fire question is. You've traveled around the world to exhibit your works. You've traveled across Indonesia. What is your favorite food? Makanan favorite, Pak. My favorite food is uh, Asian food. Asian course. food, yes. Yeah. I'm the same with you. I love Indonesian like, food. <laughs> yeah, Indonesian food, Chinese, China, Chinese food, uh, Thai, Vietnamese, mm. uh, Japanese. Uh, I like that. Do you have a food in mind? Yeah, yeah, of course. There is a like a, a padang, padang food. Oh, padang! Yes. It's a, wow. <laughs> Nothing else tastes like it. Yeah, it's so yeah, good. Yeah, and also uh, East Java food like uh, rawon. Rawon mm-hmm. is a black soup. Oh, that's a yes. Wow, that's a, oh, oh. Yeah. I love rawon. Yeah, and also the the. Vegetable, vegetable like a, a salad, salad, salad with the mm. with the with the coconut, eh, not coconut, uh, kacang apa? Uh, kacang. Oh, ini gado-gado gitu. Yeah, mirip kayak gado-gado. Uh, peanut, oh yeah, yeah peanut, peanut sauce. Peanut yeah. sauce. Peanut sauce. Mm. Uh, and with the, a little bit uh, spicy. Oh, that's. Oh my! Oh my God! I'm very hungry now. I also love uh, bakmi. Bakmi oh, in Jakarta. Yeah, yeah. So many bakmi is the best. It's my dad's favorite. Yeah. We would go around Jakarta to try all the bakmi. <laughs> bakmi, oh yeah. gosh. Yeah. I'm hungry but, just thinking about this. <laughs> and bakmi in Indonesia is different with bakmi in, 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 in other places. Mi yes. ayam, we, we cannot yes. find mi ayam in Singapore, even in Singapore. There is no, no, really? no mi ayam. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, it's very different. Yeah, You're very right. Different. Yeah. Mm, noodles very different noodles, across different. Southeast Asia yeah. for sure. <laughs> yeah. Chicken noodles. Um, uh, yeah. Uh, my final question, and this is going to be a big one, is what does art mean to you? Apa arti seni buat Pak Harsono? Art it means my life because my life was uh, part of my art. I give my life into uh, art. Uh, when I was a student, 
I realized that the I cannot survive. I cannot live from art, but I must uh, make my art alive. Yeah. Yeah. So. That is uh, so beautiful. Yeah. Because I I I realized that uh, if I if if my life uh, because of art because of I got the money from art and then I can survive, so. I will make my art as a commodity, as a commodity. But uh, my art is not really, not just only commodity. My art can be a commodity, but I make an art not because of commodity, but because of I make my art because to uh, to share to other people that the people can understand what. Uh, happen now in our culture, in our society, in our life, something like that. So art yes, for me absolutely. is look like my life. Yes, that's such a beautiful response. But I got really teary. <laughs> I thought that was an amazing response. Thank you so much for chatting with me. Every time we talk, I always learn something new from you, uh, and I I feel like we've sort of just talked about all the things that art can do, the power of art, but also art as storytelling, art as personal, art as your identity and part of your life. So thank you for sitting with me and for chatting. Thank um, you very much. Always yeah. wonderful to chat with you. And yeah, I can't wait to visit your new studio soon. Yes, of course. Hopefully Please, when come. the borders open. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, Pak. Thank you, thank you, Bianca. Such an incredible and rich conversation. It's so important that we continue to learn about our past in order to better understand our present and build a better future. I've always admired Baharsono's resilience and approach to research, archiving, and learning. It truly is a life's work, and he shows us how much passion and curiosity can make our artistic journey worthwhile. You can find FX Harsono online on Instagram at at ini underscore FX underscore Harsono. That's at I-N-I underscore FX underscore H-A-R-S-O-N-O. You can also find out more about the artists and artworks mentioned on Talking Contemporary Instagram at talking.contemporary and on our website talkingcontemporary.com. If you have an artist or creative you'd like to hear from in our future episodes, please send an email to hello at talkingcontemporary.com. Talking Contemporary Podcast is hosted by me, Bianca Winata Putri, and produced by Regan Susanto, Adela Saputra, Stefani Susanto, and Trivita Winata Putri. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you in the next one. <laughs>